reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Alive to work 
just give us a warning. Now listen. The time will come when no man can work. So now is the time to work for God. Will you work for God? You must not pause on your time of your sacrifice. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. This is your time to work. This is your season. It is the best time of your life to work for the Lord. Twenty-five, twenty-five to fifty. You gotta work for the Lord. 25 to 15 Sing for the Lord Will you dance for the Lord Will you preach for the Lord 25 to 15 I'll sing and dance and shout at my age Oh, 25 You gotta work Sing and preach and dance and sing. Oh, 25, 25 to 15. You gotta dance for the Lord. Sing for the Lord. Will you preach for the Lord? Dance for the Lord. 25 to 15. Work and work and work and work and work. 25 to 15. 
place where I find the Lord in a special way. Jesus said, what two or three I got it in my name. I will be there, I'll be there in a special way. The Lord your God in the midst of thee is mighty. Oh, how I love the sweet fellowship.
hands for Jesus. Let your hand clap be louder tonight. Show that you are in the presence of God. Show that you are expecting God to do something in your life. And I want you to welcome two people around you with a hug. With a hug, not with a handshake, with a hug. Okay, make it three. Don't add a kiss. You may be seated with the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to expect great things. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, are you a Christian? Are you born again? What did the person say? Are you for the kingdom of God? What did the person say? If you are for the kingdom of God, then you are born again. If you are not for the kingdom of God, then you are born against. But in this service, we are truly going to expect great things. Amen. I want you to stand to your feet and lift your hands and ask the Lord to put in you the spirit that looks forward to great things. We are not, we are, by this service, we are moving away from smallness. We are moving away from mediocrity. Amen. We are moving away from retrogression. Jesus. We are moving away from little things. Everyone, lift, lift your hands and ask the Lord to give you, to put in you that spirit. That spirit. That spirit, Lord. That spirit. Ask the Lord for that spirit. That spirit that expects. Expect great things. Expect great things. That looks for to great things that desires great things that wants great things ask the Lord for that spirit ask the Lord for that spirit that expects great things ask him for that spirit everybody lift your hands and pray Salo, Liconde Branda Pacarababa. Give us that spirit tonight, Lord. Ronde Bacara Minko Koromoshkidiba. Rainbe de Lincondo Sticande Brambaba. Rigodonde Randa.
Randa Spido Rambaba Rabakadia 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 to expect great things Kilomenekeskido Loron Kontoshteba Rababa Rimboka Rimboka Regodolobo Shende Baramanka Dabara Kabosi Mahangalaba Zodema Lenge de Bolorobo Shkiri Babaramama Oramamanda Ramamanda Ali and Brebebe Kikumbala Ramamama Sindo Korobobo Leando Saliando Costa Lazada Shalaba Mosate Rangende Criondo Bostamba Limbe Kabalosa Maya Grogoskida Yandre Gidoborobobo Kabasino Lobo Shepard. We pray for the Spirit Lord in Godona Shondo Godobo Kinda Belene Ron Destina Makorobo Kerimo Sundini Mahanka Limande 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 Apilio Rongo Borobobo Masaila Mosheke Malori to expect great things, Lord. Rajanda Kikarama, Landi Baspalo, Indepeke Parama, Sonde Baramama, Sundeke, Sundeke, so the spirit in our hearts, Lord. Layakra, Duna Krastaba, Raja Grangidon, Regedeba, Ilumbe Balo, Mokompalo, Mokomba, Yanoke, Randeke, Yanoke, Korobo, Yando Saliniketa, Mikondeka, Ila Anda Koro Badanke Para, Mamando braga baiga, regraga to look beyond our smallness, to look beyond our mediocrity, La Mushkiba Rampam Panja, Rico Shaladeka, Regalena Indiolo to believe you for more, to believe you for more, to believe you for more. Ramba Korobokoshkeda Banda Binika, Razazani Nakora Minonde, O Ramanda Balina Makoshka, Ele Menta Makora Minoka, Lazanda Karidanda Para, Hinto Karamama Shida Parabama, O Ramio, 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 the spirit that takes us to the next level. Lima Kude, we thank you. Oh, yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. You may please be seated and kindly turn your Bibles to Proverbs. Chapter 23. And then we are looking at verse 18. Have you found it, please? 
For surely there is an end. Say there is an end. There is an end. Hallelujah. There is an end. How many of you believe what the Bible says? When the Bible says there is an end, you believe that there is an end. How many of you believe that there is an end? Yes. And thine expectation shall not be cut off. Now, in this expect great things service, God is trying to tell you that two things from this verse. That anything you want to end can end. You are not that powerless. Surely there is an end. Now, in this service, what are we going to put an end to? We are putting an end to little things. Small things. There is a time when you begin something that you allow smallness. Job chapter 8 verse 7 says, though your beginning was small, yet your latter end should greatly increase. So, we only allow things to be small at the beginning. And for us here, in this church, the beginning is the first meeting. Your first service. Your first of anything. That is the beginning. And the Bible says that, please take me back to 2318 Proverbs, that surely there is an end. So in this series of services, we are going to end smallness. We are going to end centers with 11 members. This church is going to end a Sunday service with 3,000 members. It's, it's no more. Our anointings are bigger than such small, small, small numbers. We are aiming for 10,000. Yes. I know that we are Africans. And being Africans, whatever we have is small. The rooms we sleep in are small rooms. The food you eat is small. Or it's not true. Over 98% of us here, since you were born, you have never eaten and left some before. Over 98%. (laughs) 
maybe the day you were not well and you vomited. Even that one, you waited and continued. <laughs> now, we are used to small, small things and living a life at the lowest level. The lowest of everything. I saw somewhere yesterday that they have ranked uh, education in the world, educational systems in the world. And Singapore, the whole world, Singapore. And I was there just a few weeks ago. You also be there. Singapore was number one. And, and I can understand it. You need to go there to see why Singapore will be number one. In the whole world, number one. And the last country is Ghana. That, that's BBC. Later. Yeah. The country with the most useless educational system. Not Liberia, not Togo, not Mali, not Rwanda, yeah, Ghana, useless. Yeah. So, so I'm just saying that if you are in Ghana and you live in our system, you will constantly be faced with life at the bottom. And some of you, even in school, you were at the bottom. I mean, only about six of you here were between first to fifth. The rest were at the bottom. <laughs> yes. Some of you, it is only in the ministry that you are shining. Yes. Only in the ministry. Even, even here, uh, we are seeing signs and glimpses of the things you owe. Some of you owe English. Some of you owe comrades. Some of you owe... Uh, R-M-E A Greek That's very bad That's very bad You know, so You can live a life of Smallness I remember my grandmother She passed some years ago she took care of me for many years. And in the morning, we will line up our aluminum bowls. And she was over 100 years, but she was brilliant. She knew how to just measure things. <laughs> we were five. And she knew how to, I mean, it's, it's a scale. She served her to the last one, always had the smallest. And I was number one. But the milk, everybody had one teaspoon. Teaspoon. So it's only recently that I began to pour my own milk. That I said, Charlie, my time has come. My hour has come. So when I'm pouring, Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so many of you here are bringing your teaspoon background into the church. How you were raised five people in one small room. When it is February and March, 
then you sleep outside because the heat cannot accommodate all of you. I mean, it's like things are small. You don't have things in excess. Like a lot of something. Never. And I mean it. Some of you here have never eaten and left some before. It's like everything you eat is small. Some of you have even eaten and licked the plate before. The plate is horizontal. And then you, you make it vertical. And complete it clean. Abba. Now that is the background you have also brought to the church. So no matter what we do. You are not impressed with big things. In fact, you see people who do big things as ambitious. And it's too ambitious. Why? Why should you have a service that, I mean, somebody must come from Amasaman. What now are you looking for? (laughs) Because you are used to little things. Small things. But in this service, we are breaking out of that little small because you see let me tell you you cannot bring your background into the church you cannot your background should be left at the gates god never allowed people's backgrounds to influence them paul was a killer but when he got born again properly he began to give life It is very important that how you were raised does not affect the ministry you are doing. So I am believing God that this set of services we are having will launch us into big things. That is why the Bible says, surely there is an end. That is, it is possible for things to end. Your center of 20 members, three basentes come together and you have a center service of 20. The attendance is 20. It must end. It must end. You rent a bus, 12-seater bus, And you are okay with five people sitting in it. Because you are not the type who is motivated to see big things. Now, when something ends, whatever follows depends on you. When something ends, when an evil ends, When something you don't like ends, whatever follows depends on you. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Some people can end a season of their lives and then nothing follows. Nothing. Nothing follows. Like the Bible says, uh, Jesus talked about an evil spirit 
that goes to and fro. First of all, when he comes out of a person, he moves around in dry places looking for a place to rest. And the Bible says he findeth none. Then he says, I shall return to my house. And when he returns to his house, what does he find? He finds the house swept. Swept is very important. There's no rubbish in the house. There's no rubbish. You've swept your life of fornication. You've swept your life of smoking and drinking and lying and godlessness. But when that, look at it, he, he find that it swept. Is it Mark? Mark, yes, I think Mark says he finds it swept and empty. So some people sweep their lives and then they rest. You stop fornicating. You stop stealing. Mark what? Or Matthew. Matthew chapter 12 verse 44. When he comes, he finds it swept and then empty. And garnished. That is Looking pompous and nice. But there's nothing in it. The point I am making is that when something ends in your life, you are the one who will determine what is next. So it says, surely there is an end. Then it goes on and says, your expectation shall not be cut off. So you can end a season of smallness and never move on to anything great. In fact, you can end it and actually end it with retirement. But when you end a season of smallness, there ought to be an expectation of something big. Now, it is what you are going to expect that will not be cut off. If you expect a basenta of three members, that expectation will not be cut off. If you expect a choir of 20 members, it is, you see, you, what you expect in life is what will be handed over to you. So, as we are ending a season of smallness and little things, may God give you an appetite for big expectations. Because it didn't say my expectations for you. It is what? Thine expectation. Your expectation. Your expectation. 
if you are a regional head of the dancing stars or the king's choir, what do you want to oversee in that region? Four members? Six members? And it is when your Africanness comes in that you see that you are not even bothered when whatever you are doing is going down. But this season is a season of expecting big things. Expecting big things. And it is, you see, as a pastor, I can expect something for you. And it will never come to pass. It is your expectation. And when your work goes up, you are now becoming like God. You are now becoming like a child of God. The Bible says in Luke 13, verse 18. Luke 13. Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of God like? How many of you want to know what the kingdom of God is like? And where unto shall I resemble it? Where unto, what is it that we can use to, 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 to describe the kingdom of God? Verse 19. It is like a grain of mustard seed. Which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew. Tell your neighbor, in the kingdom of God, things must grow. It grew and waxed a little tree. What did that seed become? A great tree. I'm praying that God will give you an appetite for big things. It grew and became a great tree. I mean, look at the the service for leaders we are having here. Almost a thousand people. Do you know that Lighthouse started with about 15 people in a classroom? 15. That was the entire United Denominations. The entire church in Australia, America, Mali, everywhere. It was 15 people. But the one who was in charge of those 15 people did not allow it to remain 15. And today, we are, we, are, we are getting close to 1 million people. 1 million members. 1 million. May little things in your, in your, in your hand also become big. May the little th- You see, in the kingdom of God, Whatever you are doing that begins as something small, like a grain. A grain of mustard seed cannot look like a cement block. 
a grain of mustard seed is a little thing, very, very small. But a man took it and cast it into his garden. And it grew. So in this service, we are expecting communion stars to grow. We are expecting choir to grow. We are expecting dancing stars to grow. We are expecting basentes to grow. Anything that is in your hand, I want us to rise to our feet. I feel that we must pray. Anything you are doing. Now, now I'm telling you, listen to this. If my 3,000 member church is small, then your 20 member center is air. I want you, everybody, just lift up your hands and begin to pray. Pray. And ask the Lord that he will make your ministry like a Christian ministry. Like a child of God's ministry. Like the kingdom of God ministry. Your, your, your ministry should not look any different. Lift your hands and open your mouth and pray. Ikaluwa Tayanga, Luce Menemamandum Brababa, Alantanda Gambri Bidiando Kapa, Iliende Belerebebe de Keperianda Ba, Aloara, 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 Yungo Goroboboko, I forgot to tell you, we didn't, we, we didn't finish the, the scripture we read. When the evil spirit came and found it swept but empty. He went and brought seven more wicked spirits. Jesus. I mean, your work can become evil when you don't advance. Wow. When your life ends at the level of just sweeping fornication away, sweeping pornography away, sweeping evil away, it must not be empty. Must not. We are praying that nothing will be empty in our lives. Amen. In other words, we after after ending a season, we are going to move into great expectations. Amen. Great expectations. Amen. You can't walk with God and expect little things. And, and now, now, the way we are building the church, there will be no place for people who don't have big appetites. Yes. After a little time, when we see that you are incompetent, you are unable to grow whatever you are growing, you'll be removed. You'll be removed. Nothing will be allowed from the regional heads to telepastors to basontes. I mean now, basontes are in their communities. We are going to track attendance of new converts. I, I have personally started it in flaming fire. I've met them already. We are, we are, we are, we are tracking first timers. 
directly. Once you are a basanta, you are supposed to be out there. You are supposed to bring people. And we are saying that if your work does not show growth, you will be removed. As a leader, there's no place. We don't want antichrists. Our work must be like the work of Jesus Christ who began with 12 disciples and by the time he died he had nothing less than 500 disciples. That is that word. Disciples. Within three years. Pastors. That is pastors. Pastors. Lift your hands again. Surely there is an end. Enough of smallness. Enough of what you have. Whatever you region, whatever zone. Enough of that number. Enough of that number. Enough. Enough. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, give me great expectations. Give me an appetite to do something more. And for those of you who have swept your lives and are just barren in the church, watch out. An evil spirit is coming in. If you don't fight to do more, an evil spirit is coming in. Ask the Lord for great expectations. Yalanda treke paya ndikoro momoncha yada lumakaba shabahanda ponos expectation Lord give me an appetite for big things an appetite yaga dabaska yadore makapala nimokota yelo minana mama kora baba la parabio la parabio ya papariwe apeboka pama yanda duga dranda para in the kingdom a little seed can become the great tree. A great tree. We are moving into great things. It is not only your business that must grow. It's not only your bank target that must increase. In the church also, we believe in Great things. We don't just attempt. We also expect great When you get born again, God's will is to break African men. The African spirits. Jesus Surely There is an end. 
that appetite lord surely there is a land and then we move to expectations what you expect is what you are getting surely he says when he sows it in his garden it becomes a great tree Luke 13 verse 19 he cast it in the Lord's garden whose garden the man not an angel. It may be the kingdom of God, but a man can do something big. And when the man takes the seed, when the man takes the basenta, when the man takes the souls, when the man takes the group, when the man takes the center, he does not put the center into his bishop's garden. If you don't have a certain type of garden a garden with rocks rock garden a mustard seed will not even remain a mustard seed it, it, it will spoil a bird will come and take it away may you have the type of garden that converts a little seed Jesus. into a great tree Amen. begin to pray right now Belu that God will make you when somebody builds something and gives it to you, all you do is to destroy and to collapse it. In his garden. In his garden, a little seed grew. In his garden, a little seed in his garden it is your garden not my garden not your shepherd's garden your garden Matthew calls it his field it is your field whatever happens to that seed depends on your field if your field is a useless field the seed will disappear it is the type of field that makes a small 
Nosi become a great tree. Maratado, Karazimo Hande, Nunchemena, Akada, Manda Brukoto Borobokoshi, you may be sitting. As soon as I find you sleeping, no matter who you are, I'll just ask you to get up. You try. You, those in front here. Those in front here. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get the first person and you know that I'm serious. I've already seen one or two in front, the front seat. Yes, but I'm, I'm warning, I'm serving them notice. Yeah. Next time when you are coming, chew cola nuts. <laughs> How many of you are believing God to do great things? Or you are cursed to do small things. It's like things must be small, things must spoil. I mean, things must remain small. No. I don't believe it. And because I don't believe it, you and I cannot work together. If you are the type whose things don't grow. We can't work together. I don't believe it at all. In the past five months, our church has grown by 1,500 members. 1,500 members. In the past five months, count back five months. I don't believe in small things. I don't believe in it. I don't believe that anything under my hand should remain the same. That's why I like that verse. That surely there is an end. Yes. You can, anything you want to end can end. You can end your streak of barrenness and move into something substantial. Surely there is an end. Anything, anything you don't want to continue will not be able to continue. It depends on you. And, and then when it ends, what is next depends on you. Your expectation. Your expectation. So, we are going to move into big things in this season. Yes. We have 3,400 chairs now. We are going to buy more. But so far we have 3,400. And I think I saw some empty seats on Sunday. So today I'm going to share the empty seats over the regions and zones. Yes. In three weeks, we are filling all the empty chairs. You cannot meet your target. Excusez-moi. We are all Africans, but I will not allow your backwardness. I will not relate with you. You should wait for the next pastor of this church. I'm going to share it. The regions will have some. Every basanta will have some. Because, you see, for something... First Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. That's a tip I'm giving to every pastor. First Timothy chapter 4. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. That thy profiting, I mean this is not for you. I mean if you're a leader of a small group, then it's for you. Like I'm a leader of a small group, it's for me. 
But if you are not leading anything, then this doesn't concern you. It says, it says that meditate upon these things. But it says, give thyself wholly to them. That thy profiting or thy increase may appear to all on Facebook. All in the world. Anybody who sees it will know that this thing is growing. Now, how does that type of profiting which appears to everybody all over, you see there are some people they are so critical and so difficult to impress that you need big results to impress them. So when the Bible says that your, 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 your profiting may appear to all it means that even those who are difficult to impress will be impressed by the type of profiting you are, you are having. Yes. Not that, you know, that some people, any rubbish, they clap for it. They just clap. It's, it's normal. They clap. Even when they are happy, they clap. Yes. But there are some people who are not impressed. For you to impress certain people, you need to be a great person. So when, when a great person says to you, well done, it means that you are, you are a great person. You yourself are a great person. Yes. So for, for, your, for, your, for your profiting to appear to everybody, it must be a type of profiting that is big. Big. Now, how does that come? That's a tip I'm giving to any pastor. If you want to cause profiting, to happen or growth to happen or, 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 or increase to happen in your church in your basenta you have to give yourself holy so if it is the church you must give the whole church the whole church not only basenta leaders everybody anything in the church anything in your region must be must be set in motion Holy. Holy. That is why a church that was sitting 2,000 was able to gather 10,000 people on Swollen Sunday here at this church. Yes. Because we did not do Swollen Sunday only with Basentes and Basontes. Everybody was involved. Say holy. Holy. So, so if you want a certain increase in your business and so on, whatever you are doing, ask yourself, what can I give holy? So for me as a pastor, if I want to fill the church, I will not only work with centers. So I've already begun deploying basantes. I'm now going for non-basenta basanta members. I'm, I'm going for them. I have their list. Anybody who just appears here on Sunday will find himself doing something for the Lord. Because here, we believe that little things must grow. So, I'm sharing with you from the mega church. Because every group must become mega. A mega choir. A mega center. That your center service will no longer look like a wakekeeping. It will look like a proper church with dancing stars, testimonies, choir. I mean, very nice. May, may, may whatever you are doing be mega. 
Yes. Now, how do you have a mega church? In the first chapter, Bishop gives 25 reasons why you must have a mega church. But I'm taking one or two tonight. The first reason is that you must desire to have a mega church because that is the most appropriate vision and goal for a pastor. The most appropriate vision. Revelations chapter 5 verse 10. And, had, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests. And we shall reign. Those who wrote the King James Bible didn't put it well. Can I have the New Living Translation? Let me see how they also put it. Yes. That is the real translation and you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God not kings and priests we are a kingdom the kingdom of God is a kingdom of priests And their cousins will reign on earth. Who are those who reign? Who are the they? The priests. Your dominion, your power, your authority as a believer is directly connected to your priesthood. Priesthood. Anybody in the church who is not a priest has set himself up for a disaster. We are a kingdom of priests. All of us are priests. Now, if you are a priest, tell the member you are a priest. Tell the person, I don't know who told you you are a center leader, but you are a priest. Forget about the previous title. Tell the person. Okay, okay, okay. You know something? Ask the person, what do you do in church? Ask him. He says what? He's a member of the choir. All right. Oh, please ask, what do you do? Ask your neighbor, what do you do in church? You're a film star. Okay, tell the person that I'm going to tell you who you really are. Do you want to know? Okay. Say, you are not that thing you told me. You are a priest. So, better live like a priest. And when you are a priest, a priest, the most appropriate vision 
for your life as a priest is to make sure that your priesthood grows if you are a center leader if you are a basanta leader you are a telepastor whatever you are you have to ask yourself that is what i am doing big i mean see don't think that you are smart oh when you find yourself doing something in the church that that is small don't think see, see there are some people who don't like to push the car they just like to touch the car and others will be pushing see if you bring that here you will hurt yourself because your 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 dominion it is they those who are priests they are those who reign if you are not a priest eh, your family demons will overwhelm you ah, i don't know what makes you think that they can't come for you in church why, why do you have that plan that, that, that idea that because you got born again and you came to church they can't find you what do you mean Oh, you are under the canopy of God. Ego who you bear. Ego who you bear. When they come into the church, they must not find you sitting idle. They must find you performing priestly functions. When they come and they also want to make you a drunkard, just like your father, your uncle, and your big brothers, they shouldn't come and find you just sitting in church relaxed. They must come and find you performing priestly. That is the only thing they cannot break through. No church can save you. Methodists cannot save you. Lighthouse cannot save you. Action cannot save you. Ah! Presby, UD, mega church. Go to mega churches in the UD. Crooks. Crooks. A lot of people are in the church, but they are not different from the unbelievers they have left in town. Some of you are here like that. Your life. You, I mean, be, be very honest. You are not different from an unbeliever. You know. The only difference is that you attend church. But the power, power, power of the enemy, the power of the of the of the of of, of darkness has overwhelmed you. So, as a priest, number one, the most appropriate vision for your life. Is that you will magnify your office. Romans 11, 13. Can I have the King James, please? For I speak to you as Gentiles. In as much as I 
am the apostle of the Gentiles. I do what? I magnify as, as an apostle, as a priest. I do big things. May whatever you are doing become big. And you see, this is Paul's vision. His vision as a priest is that the office he has must be magnified. He said, I'm speaking as an apostle. He's not speaking as a businessman. He's not speaking as a student. He's not speaking as a husband. He's speaking as an apostle. You also must speak as a priest. An apostle is a priest. That your vision should be to magnify what you are doing. Make it big. Do what you are doing in such a way that people will travel to come and see what you are doing in your corner. Yes. The church we are pastoring is, is, is an uncompleted church. Already it has become a tourist attraction. Yes. People come here. Tourists. They come and take pictures. They come and film. They come and interview. And they go. This church. May your center also. May other center leaders come to your center. And ask you how you are doing it. Don't be one lost person in a crowd. I magnify. I speak as an apostle. So today. We are praying that we will also have a vision. Because the first reason why you must have a mega church as a pastor, as a priest, is that whatever you are doing, your vision must be that it must grow. And that is the most appropriate vision. The most appropriate vision. Your ideas, your plans, your life, your desires will be towards making whatever you are doing big. I magnify. Say, I magnify. Yes. Maybe when you speak as a student, you don't magnify your office. Maybe when you speak as a businessman, because you are an African, you are into small, small things. But as an apostle, that's why I said, I, I am, I, 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 I speak as an apostle. So there's a time you must speak as a priest. And when you speak as a priest, what happens? What, what, what do you say? Your vision must be that you will grow whatever. It's my office. Some of you, your office is mixing communion. Your office is dancing. Your, anything you are doing can be glorified. Everything can be big. Everything can be nice. Receive the spirit of niceness. And not the African curse of dust and hearts. Oh, and when your, your office, your apostolic office is magnified, this one, they believe me, you will take some home. You will take some into your education. You will take some into your ministry, into, into anything you are doing. When your apostolic office, when your priestly, may, may, may your classmates know you as a priest. 
May your neighbors know you. May there be something about you that shows that you are a priest. Proverbs 29:18. Without this vision, the people of God will perish. Proverbs 20, 29, verse 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. I believe that centers will, instead of perishing, they will become bigger. When you are having a regional service, you will sit 1,000. But it takes a vision. And that vision depends on you. It's your expectation. What you are expecting. Yes. Somebody was listening to the series I preached before uh, Swollen Sunday. I think I preached on, I forgot. Um, whatever. And in it, I said, we are gathering 10,000. So how? How? Most people, when they are doing Swollen Sunday, they either double their attendance or maximum they treble their attendance. Even that one, rarely. Rarely. So to be a 2,000 member church and to say you are going to say 10,000, you must be high on something. That's why I'm saying that it is what you are expecting. You see, so, 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 so let's Let's end today's session by going to number two because there is a lot to say in number two. I have a lot to tell you. The second reason why you must have a mega church. Look at it. You must desire to have a mega church because the desire for a mega church will lead you on a journey. That will make your church grow. So, let's go back to number one. Point number one says, the most appropriate vision for the leader, uh, um, Madam, what are you leading in the church? The crowns. What's your vision for the crowns? God that hopefully by the end of the year we should reach 150-200 by the end of this December okay between 150 and 200 great the Bible says that is the most appropriate vision to have your vision shouldn't be to buy new shoes get a new phone a leader a priest, your vision should be a vision to make whatever you are doing big. Shout again, I magnify my office. Say, I am the type who magnifies what he's doing. Say, things don't remain small in my hands. 
Say, I have the spirit of God. Small seeds. Small seeds. In my garden. Become big trees. Say, I don't maintain small things. I fight for big things. And say, it is my most appropriate vision. So, the most appropriate vision for any priest, any pastor, is to make sure that whatever you are doing becomes big. If you have any vision outside this vision, it means that you have chosen something lesser, something inferior, and that can actually end your life. Because it is your expectation that shall not be cut off. So I'm praying that God gives you a vision. Whatever you did last Sunday, whatever it is that you did last Sunday, I am praying that in the coming Sundays, it will be bigger and greater. Now, the second reason is what has brought us here. That because you have uh, mommy, what did you say? A vision to do what? To build your group to 200 members. It, the, the, the second reason for a mega church is that that's, that's, that vision will take you on a journey. On a journey. Because it's not just a matter of wishing. It's like faith. Without works, it is dead. It is dead. Without works, your faith is actually dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. When it came, it was dead. So we are not here just wishing. I mean, this service I'm having is part of. I mean, the the the, the journey I am traveling to fill my church. It is that vision to fill the church that has brought me here this evening. I normally am not here in this room this evening on on, on Tuesday evenings. So when you don't find yourself doing new things, it means that you have not caught a new vision. Yes. Whatever was happening in the regions, in the zones, I determined it. But I said, no, let's change. Of course, we discussed. Let's change. And if I see that it, um, there's, there's something better than what I'm doing now, I'll change it. I mean, I know you trust me to do that. Yes, that's one I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I, I know you trust me. Many of you are not traveling any journey. You are not on any journey because you don't have a vision. 
because there is no vision, you are not on any journey. But when you have a vision to build a mega church, that vision will make you do things. That is what we call the journey. It will make you do things. So the second point in the mega church is about the works that go with the faith. That you don't just have a vision that you will be you will be you will be a pastor of 500 members soon. No. In addition to the vision, you also have to go on a journey. As I'm standing here, if after this place, after this meeting, I have a vision to go to a dental barrier. You can imagine that when I get to the junction, I'll turn right. Yes. I don't know what will make me turn to the left if I'm going to Medina. If I'm going to Medina, what will make me turn left? So, where you move depends on the vision that is ahead of you. The vision you have makes you make turns in your life. Always, you see people, when you see how people behave, how people live their lives, you can tell that the vision, the person has a, has a vision. Has a vision. When you find somebody who is always tearing show, You find a man who is always buying new shoes. You find a girl, a lady, who is always buying new wigs, new clothes. You can tell that that girl doesn't have a vision to build a house. Because once you start building a house, you will be broke. But you see, you won't understand what I'm saying. If that is not your vision. If you don't have any vision to, 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 to build a house, a house, I mean, you are, going, you are buying a land, you are getting workers, laborers to dig, you are, you, are, you are doing your blinding, your columns, buying iron rods, sand and stones, cement. Ha! There'll be, you will cut your hair. You cut your hair. So when you find a lady who is always in new high heel shoes, new dresses, new wigs, you can tell that she is going nowhere. She's just a spotter. <laughs> yes. Always. The vision a person, you see, you can take a picture of me this evening to tell you that when you have a vision, you do certain things. Because we have been in this church for over a little over one year. This tonight is the first time I'm having a service like this here in this room. We've been here for one year, week after week. In the one year we have been here, today is the first time I'm standing here to have the church service on Tuesday. May you also find yourself doing something for the first time because of the vision you have. That's why you couldn't have had a, sec- a, a, a better second point. He said, that vision will lead you on a journey. The friends you have will show us what vision you have for your life. 
the man you move with will show us what vision you have in your life. If you are a young guy and you have, you have a vision to be a pastor one day, you'll be very, very careful who you choose as a wife. You'll be very careful. She may be beautiful, you'll be very careful. She may be ugly, you'll be very careful. She may be short, you'll be very careful. She may be tall, you'll be very careful based on your vision. If your vision is to have a woman that you go to parties with, a society type of man you are, and you are into parties and dinners and so on, of course you are going to look for a Miss Ghana. I even met one recently. She's in the church, former Miss Ghana contestant. She's in this church. If your vision is to attend dinners and parties, and have presentations. It your, because it's very important. You cannot take a woman with K-Lex to meet diplomats. K-Lex. So if, listen, I'm telling you, if your vision is to meet diplomats, throw parties, have dinners, you will, you see, that vision will let you move away from a woman who has one red eye and one white eye. But if your vision is to be a pastor, to do ministry, relate with people, build a church, send people, grow a church, you will be very careful what type of woman you allow into your life. When I see you on a road, your headlights are facing Sasabi. Your headlights, and say you are going to Medina, then you have a mental problem. Yes. I'm talking about the journeys you must take. You must make. And I have 10 journeys. I'm going to take you through in the next few weeks different journeys the 10 journeys that will make your church grow the 10 journeys that will make your basenta grow beautiful journeys the journey to acquire wisdom journey to acquire strength journey to to, to wait on god journey many different journeys journey uh, uh, to, to make to 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 Acquire strength for the work. Journey to acquire wisdom. Many different journeys. But today, I'm starting with the topmost journey. Because you have a vision to build a mega church. You will go on a journey to make sacrifices. The journey to make sacrifices. You cannot grow. John chapter 12. You cannot grow. If you do not understand and embrace the principle of sacrificing or suffering or dying. 
and it is a journey. Everybody must make you. We must find you on a journey to make sacrifices, a journey to suffer, a journey to die, a journey to lose something. It is a journey. John chapter 12. Koshamahan Dalaba. Verse number 24. We are closing shortly. Verily, verily, I'm talking about a mega church. You see, your basenta is a church. Your basanta is a church. Your center is a church. Whatever you are doing, the choir is a church. It's a church. Verily, I say to you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. That's the mega church with many members. Mega members. You cannot have much fruit without dying. You cannot have much fruit. One of the reasons for small churches, persistently small centers, persistently small groups, your group is never growing, is that you don't want to suffer. You know, I think I'll start by telling you that sacrifice and suffering is a very, very basic Christian doctrine. It is unfortunate that it is pastors who must be talking about sacrifice. But Christianity, Christianity is a religion of sacrificing. I I want us, as we leave here tonight, to please have John 12, 24 on your mind. You cannot bring forth much fruit. When I see much fruit, I, I, I think of corn on a cob. From just one grain. Please take this home. This is takeaway. When you find a church growing, the leader of the church has been involved in some, in some sufferings or some sacrifices or some dyings or some losings. When you find somebody whose thing, whose thing is not growing, you are looking at an antichrist. Yes. One of the things about the antichrist was that he was going to prevent sacrifices in the temple. Except, another word I'm sure will be unless. Unless. It's, it's like nothing will happen. If you don't do this one, it's like a car. <laughs> you may have battery, full tank, everything, but if you don't turn the ignition, it won't start. The car will not move. Unless you turn the ignition, there will be no power in the engine. Some wire, either you are turning the ignition or if it's a church or some wires must touch. Yeah. Once those wires haven't passed, your full tank, your brand new battery, your brand new ties, whatever it will, unless there are some things we call them the rate limiting factors. But you may not understand it. They, 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 they determine the rates. 
Like in a gathering service, the rate at which the church grows doesn't depend on outreaches. The rate at which a gathering service grows doesn't deter, it's not determined by the starting of centers and the starting of basentes. It's not crusades. It's not outreach. It's not one-on-one t-shirt wearing people. No. The rate of growth of a gathering, I'm talking about a gathering service. The rate of growth of a gathering service is money. 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 To pay for buses. Yeah, that's the rate limiting step, not anointing. You can have a crusade and have 10,000 members, but if there is no money to bust them from Tessie to OEB, it's over. I mean, you know yourself, there are even bus centers which don't bust because there's no money to bust. That's the rate. Limited. So you've done crusade. You have waited on God. You have seen Elijah. You have seen Elisha. James came into your room. Jesus appeared by the door. Virgin Mary brought her uh, 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 breast milk for you to drink. Everything. You are a man. You've seen visions. Souls have been won. You have gone out. Anybody you talk to follows you. When you start, look, look. The, 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 the rate of, the, of growth of a, of a gathering service is not even determined by the size of the center. There is something bigger than the size of a center. It's called money. If you, if you, if you don't know how to generate money, don't start it. Don't start it. Because it, is, it, it will determine who sits in the church. You can have a center, but they can't come to church. You can have a crusade, have members. Ah, we've got a football club. Up, up on the mountain. They've got about 100 members who can be brought to this church. But we only bring 20. You think we don't like souls? Oh, I, I, I can't hear you. You think we don't like souls? Then you're talking to the wrong person. We are into souls. But the bus that will carry them from the, from the mountains to this place will need not anointing oil, but it will need money. So you've done the outreach, you've gone to see the football manager, you have prayed, anointing has come, souls have been won, but on Sunday morning, the gathering service is empty because there is no money to bust them. So, so, so when you are a leader and you joke with the money factor of the gathering, so not, not ordinary church, if you're a pastor of an ordinary church, please, I've pastored many churches like that. People just come to church. But the type of church we are building, this type, type, gathering church, uh, gathering service, no. That's the type of church service that makes it possible for you to build a church anywhere. That's how Winners Chapel was able to build a church in Otter. It was a forest. I mean, nowhere... only, only tribesmen were living inside. So when Bishop Oedipo went to build the church in the forest, you hear him talk about anointing and the power of God and the whatever outreaches. But if you go to the church in the Winners Chapel, the first thing after the gate is a sea of buses. A sea of buses. 
the gathering church gathering service concept makes it possible for you to build a church anywhere look i can build just give me the land wherever it is i can feel it because that model doesn't it's not it's not determined by the area people walking to church which which area is here who who, who is in this area A gathering service depends on buses arriving. So, how many buses do you, uh, came to church last Sunday? 250 buses brought people to church last Sunday. That's just one service. We are not talking about, yeah, it's not to be mentioned about other services. That is how come we have the crowds we have. So, I'm talking about the rate limiting step. In the same way, to have anything big, you, you, for now, you, let's even forget about people coming to the gathering service here. Your center, your choir, your group. For it to be big, for it to have much fruit, many members, there must be the word Die in the sentence. So you see that there are some people who don't have members. Anybody here who doesn't have anybody, he or she is shepherding. Is somebody who doesn't want to suffer. You can look around. If you see this pastor and there's nobody he's shepherding, it means the, the only thing, you see, it is only suffering or the absence of suffering, the absence of dying, that makes individual grains remain individual grains. When you see somebody who is not two, like when you see me, when you see me, at least in my little church I'm pastoring, last Sunday, cumulatively, we were 3,400. So, when you see me, one man, slim macho, I am actually, <laughs> sorry for making you laugh, but I am actually, as I stand here, I am actually, at least as at now, I am actually 3,400 people. That's me. Sir, please come. That is, that, that is me. Sir, how many people are you leading as a pastor? 300. Okay. So, I'm here and I'm slimmer than this man. So, slim macho is 3,400. He, with his chest, has got what? 300. Sir, can you please come? From Danfa. Good. How many members do you... What, what are you? A Basenta leader? Basenta, not center. Basenta. How many members are in your Basenta? Ten. Um, please stand here. Sir, please come. What are you? Are you a new convert? 
or you love God. Or are, you a, are you a leader? Center? Training? So you don't have any member? Any member? You don't have anybody at all? Okay. Come. Did you say 10? Move from there. Come and send me. Um, sir, can you please come? Are you anything? Center leader. Oh, center leader. Beautiful. You are a regional head. You are a center leader. You are nothing. Trainee. How many members do you have, please? Your center. 25. Let's clap our hands for our 25 brother. So you've got five men. Five. One is worth say much fruit. Say much fruit. One is worth three thousand four hundred. And it's not true. Because that is this church is not the only work I'm doing. But it's okay. Let's just 3,400 last, last Sunday. This is 200. 300, sorry. 300. This is 25. This is 10. And you are no nothing. Listen. The name of this service is Expect Greetings. Expect it. Next week Sunday, inshallah, all things being equal, I expect 3,400. He expects 300. Even the 300. (laughs) He expects 25. He expects 10. He has no expectation, which will even be cut off. Yes. Oh, he himself. He, he will bring himself. That, that's one. So you are one. Actually one. So you can add one to our numbers. Now, listen. The number of fruits we are going to expect on Sunday to come in our ministries will depend on the degree to which we are prepared to die. Or, the degree to which we are prepared to suffer. So, when you see somebody with 10 members, he's not suffering. Like the man with 25 members. I mean, you can imagine the financial problems this man will have. Just by bringing 300, that's how many buses, sir? 28 buses to church. And you brought how many buses to church? Two. They are speaking slant. And you brought how many? One. And you? AD11.
the size of your ministry is a reflection of your readiness to suffer. So when you see a sister who does not shepherd people and she only sings, that's why I'm very grateful to God that he has led me to change your destiny. Yes. Yes. Anytime you remain one, it means you have not died. Anybody here, I don't care who you are, whether you are a baby or two years old, if you are alone in this church, it's like on Sunday you come alone. You, you are not responsible for the arrival of any no nothing nobody. It means that you are not prepared to suffer. I was going to put something on. But you see, you are suffering for other things. Oh. Uh-huh. But not for this one. I, I was going to put something on the pages, but I think I, 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 I put it on just one, one page. So they saw this. A video I saw today of a, a pastor, either, I'm sure either Singapore or somewhere. But he was saying that there was a businessman in the church who owned a top, I mean, it's a big organization, a big CEO in the church. But he always, he the pastor, always went to this big man, who was a church member, coming to church, you know, pays tithes and so on. Always told him to please try and pay, uh, 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 attend Bible study groups. Bible study. And the man will say, he should see that he will have no time for this. And of course, I mean, a CEO of a very huge, can you imagine the CEO of, of what? What was the big company in Ghana? MTN, Men's Gold. <laughs> men's Gold. So, 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 imagine the CEO of any, any big company, very big. I mean, he flies abroad for meetings, he's in meetings all the time. Has overnight, I mean, he's not in town, always on the move. He has a private jet. Private what? Jet. So, so when you are coming to him to ask him to attend Bible study on Thursday evening, you should answer the question yourself. So this big man, this big CEO told him that he has no time. I'll put it on your pages tomorrow. One day, this big CEO, who has no time, went to the hospital for a routine check. And they found something in his lungs. And the doctor said, first thing, which is highly vascularized, speculated, ill-defined edges, cavitry, it's likely to be a carcinoma, a cancer. Suddenly, the big man CEO, who had no time for Bible study, had time to attend reviews, 
to go to the lab, to sit in the hospital, to go and see a doctor every two weeks, check up, review, check up. <laughs> so the pastor said, it was not because the man did not have time, because now he has time, even though he is still the CEO, but he has time for check up. He has time for review. The meaning of what he said was that he did not have time because Bible study was not important. It's not important. It's not important. (laughs) So there are some people God will show them that they have time. God doesn't need to show me that I have time. Because I have time. He doesn't need to show me. I was supposed to go and live in America. I am supposed to live in America. I'm here. Because working for God is very important. I will not wait for cancer to be found in my lungs before I decide that I'm not coming full time. May you also make sacrifices for the work of God because you will make sacrifices anyway. Yes. So when you see 200, how come I have 3,000 and he has 300? It means he is not suffering. He is not prepared to go through a certain type of suffering. And I'm going to list how the suffering comes. Because if I, a slim macho, can have 3,000 members, he can also have 3,000 members. Let me compare myself with even first love. Last Sunday, I'm sure there were, let's say, 6,000 members. And I have 3,000. It means that there's a type of suffering I have not suffered. There's a type of inconvenience. You see, to let small boys, are you a student? Yes, he's a student. For me to ask him to bring a bus means that he has to find money. How much did you spend last Sunday? Did you bus last Sunday? How much did you spend on your bus? Or you don't know. Your, your pastor paid for it for you. Also. Somebody helped you. How much was it? How much did it cost you to, to bring the bus to church? Um, yeah, actually, the person paid for it. So. But, so, so you don't even know how much. Uh-huh. So that is it. So, so he, he, he is the bus center leader. He doesn't even know how much it costs to bring a bus. So, so you can tell straight away that he is not even involved in the negotiation. He's not involved in meeting the bus driver. He's not involved in even finding money because somebody. So, so, so that is why he will forever be a basenta leader because he is not prepared to suffer. If you go into your life, you will realize that the size of whatever you bring to the church 
depends on your suffering level. How to make students pay for buses. We saw a brother here. On Sunday, he, he, he uses 750 cities. Every Sunday. That's the money he uses. He's a student. How will he get it? How will a student come by 750 cities? How will he come by it? He has to steal. He's doing drugs. What does he do? He has to ask for money. He has to ask for money. He must, he must go around. Take 10 cities from this one. Take 4 cities from this one. Take 5 cities from this one. And as he's taking 5 and 10 and 4, some are thinking of him as a thief. Some are thinking of him as a liar. Some are thinking of him as a con man. Some are, some are saying that I can't give you. So the face die. All those sufferings are involved in bringing an amount of 750 to bust people to the church. Now, if you don't want to go through th- those images that people sh- to see you as a liar, to see you as a thief. So, if you want to keep your image and look good, there are zonal leaders who want to look good. Yes. Especially zonal leaders who have money. They don't want to bother people at all. For small boys, students to bring three cities uh, to five cities, no, he will use his own money. Because he doesn't want to go through the same. Uh, see, shame is also a type of suffering. So the point I am making is that the size of what you have, the size of what you are doing, depends directly on your readiness to die. That's why I said, accept. 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 Unless a grain of corn dies. The key word is dies. It can lie in water. It can lie in sand. It can lie on rocks. It can lie on the soil, in the soil, in the air. It must die. So all through the Bible, you'll find sacrifice and suffering as a basic minimum requirement. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the people we are following, Jacob, who is now called Israel, they, they sacrificed, they suffered. He had a stone as a pillow. I had some Bible, stu- uh, uh, Bible stu- uh, school graduates staying somewhere. I sacked them from where they were staying. I said, go and suffer. Go and put your head on a stone. You can't begin ministry with luxury and comfort. It deprives you of a future. You never have a story to tell. If you read Genesis 22, verse 3. Abraham rose up early in the morning. You can sit down. Saddled his ass. Say, a journey to sacrifice. 
say a journey to sacrifice. May you be on a journey to sacrifice or to suffer. Look, without that, eh, your vision will remain an imagination. That's why after reason number one, there is reason number what? Two, which is what? It will lead you on a journey. And I'm going to give you ten journeys. The first journey is the journey of making a sacrifice. A journey to suffer. A journey to die. And I'm telling you, everybody must go through that suffering. What I will call suffering may be different from yours. What you are suffering... What you are going through, I have never been through it. I, I told a brother two days ago, we were having a chat somewhere. And I said, Charlie, <laughs> I, I, I told you, I said, you remember some time ago, we were playing here, and I told you that even though you are older than me, I am far wiser than you. Do you remember I told you? I told you, we were playing, and I, I golf, and I told him, I am far wiser than you. He said, I understand. He's older than me by many years. But I told him, I said, I am far wiser. Why? Because I have suffered some things that he has not suffered. Yes. But two days ago, I stretched out my hand to him. And I said, I welcome you as the latest wise man. Because he is also suffering some suffering. That is great suffering. <laughs> but what he is suffering, I haven't been through it before. I, will, I, I don't think I will ever go through what he's going through. Everybody has his own. So don't look at my own and say that you want my type of suffering. It, look, pain is pain. Whether it is your eye they have removed or your leg they have cut or your, your, your toe which has been cut, any pain is pain. May God give you your own suffering. Otherwise, otherwise, you will be barren. The difference between where you are, say, your zone, and your next target, like the sister who said she's going to see 150 or 200, and now they are about 60 or 70. The difference between 60 and 150 is suffering. How much you are prepared to suffer. If, if you take away that suffering, you will remain 60 or even come down. Ordinary Christians. So, number one, write it down. Things you must know about suffering and sacrificing. Number one, ordinary Christians. Sorry, number one, sacrifice is a basic doctrine in Christianity. It's a basic doctrine in Christianity. All through the Bible, you see sacrifices. You cannot say you are following Abraham and you don't want to sacrifice. All through the Bible, see, the, 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 the subject of sacrificing is basic 
It's like education. It's basic. It's basic. If you don't go through it, you will not become a certain type of person. You will be handsome. You will be tall. Your father has money. But if you are not educated, it is basic. And I, 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 and I read Genesis 22. He rose up early in the morning, verse 3. Saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Say, a journey to sacrifice. Verse 4. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. So on the journey of sacrificing, you have to make a lot of sacrifices because it's a long journey. You don't stop at a place. That's why Romans 12 calls it a living sacrifice. Living is part of your life. Any part of the church which is not doing well has a leader who doesn't want to sacrifice. Any part of the church. When you see instrumentalists not playing well, it's because they do not want to suffer the pain of having a lot of rehearsals. When you find singers who can't find a key, it means that they have not taken their time. They don't want to go through the pain. The pain. Like this evening, you saw The first one couldn't find a key. You know why she couldn't find a key? Because I didn't go through the pain of preparing her before the service. All the time I've spent today, I could have devoted 10 minutes of my time to call her, tell her you are singing the song, these two songs, and then she will call the, um, what's the name? Keyboardist, say, I'm singing this song, uh, I want it in maybe uh, P sharp or T minor. Yes. But I didn't do that. I've just come to church and I asked her to go and stand there and sing. So she also stands there and the keyboardist doesn't have any idea what she's going to sing. The key, nothing. So you may think that she has, cannot find the key. But it is the pastor who has not gone through a certain pain in that area. I've had time for other nonsenses. But not this one. So when you see something is not working very well, somebody... Then the second singer comes to stand there. She has a song, and the computer says, I won't play. And the man who is using the computer knows that even from Kumase, this computer doesn't play. And he's coming for a major church service. 
So instead of getting the, all these loops and so on on a proper computer, which place he doesn't spend time because he has to go and ask someone, he has to drive his car somewhere, he has whatever. So he doesn't do any of that and comes to open his laptop as if we don't know that what he's using doesn't work. I'm saying that whenever something doesn't work or something is small or something is not growing, you are looking at someone who does not want to go through some pain. Anything I leave you to imagine when a marriage is not working, someone doesn't want to go through the pain of humility, the pain of apologizing. Always, always, there are people who are prepared to divorce than to apologize because once you say sorry, your face has died. And, and if, you are, if you have a husband who will ask you sorry about what, then the thing is, you are, you are, you are even being humiliated further. Uh-huh. So if you don't want to apologize, be there, I'm there, be there, I'm there before you know. Uh, May the spirit of sacrifice and suffering give you something nice. Except a corn. One, listen, one corn can become a thousand. One corn. One corn. One. One. A single grain can become a thousand. Isaiah 60 verse 22 says a small one can become a thousand. And a little one, a strong nation. When your things are small, your things can grow. Don't say that you are not anointed. You are lazy. And you are wicked. Who, who, who hasn't worked today? Who hasn't been to school? Who is not coming from town? So when you come and sit here and you leave yourself to sleep, you don't want to go through the pain of, of just you know, propping yourself and the pinching. I was in a meeting. One day, I lost my wedding ring. I lost it. That ring costs nothing less than 500 pounds. Gold, red gold. I lost it. Because in the meeting, I was feeling sleepy. Like a, like a normal human being would feel sleepy. But I was fighting it. I didn't leave myself. I didn't come and sit in front and just leave myself to sleep. So what I was doing was that, I will take my ring out and put it back and put it, see, like, I, I'll, I'll take it, put it on my thumb, like, even, like, like, squeezing a ring on my thumb makes it, like, it's tight. And even the, 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 the pain of removing it, I, I was forced. Then I'll remove it from the left finger, put it on the right. I mean, so as I'm sitting there, I'm, I, I'm sleepy, but I'm fighting and I stayed awake. By the time the service ended, the ring had arrived at the little finger. 
But it was loose, but it was still there. So I was just greeting people. I just went, went to my room, you know, slept. When I woke up in the morning, there was no ring. I have suffered the loss of a ring. Just to stay awake. So when you come and sit here and you just, you, you just leave yourself, it, it shows that you don't want to exert yourself. Just come and sit down and start closing your eyes because you, you don't want to go to the pain of staying awake to listen. Because when, as, as Bishop was preaching, he's even working with me. He's even working with me. Uh, Dr. Go, can you come in this book? And I'm, and I'm asleep. I just woke up. Is, is that what? Is that what? No. Of the grace of God, it has not happened since I was born. But it, it comes at, at a price. You pay. I'm saying that don't just leave yourself. It will mean having to lose your phone, lose your wake. Even the risk of being seen as a girl who is not beautiful. Because every girl wants to look cute. You know, just see. But sometimes when you feel sleepy, you have to squeeze your face. So by that, you may not get a husband that day. But he wants to marry you. And you are sitting down. Come to your center. There's nothing happening. If your members don't come to church, they don't come for your center service. And you don't care because you don't want to go through the pain of calling people, going around, gathering. Last week, I sat from morning till night, Monday, Tuesday to Friday, to Friday. By the time I finished, even, I even had back pain. I even had back pain. Reviewing. Going through. Suffering. And I called. Not, 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 not a whole service. I called region by region. You sit down. The same thing over again. Put your I check. Do the notes. I dictate the same notes. The same points. Point number one. Then this one will go. Then they will come back. Point number one, point number two, point number three, point number four, and that th- this one will go, and the next region will come. We took out the then take your pen. Point number one, point number two, point number three. So when you see that I have got much fruit, don't think that is because I am I, I am a woman. Abraham settled his house. And he went up to Mount Moriah. When you go home, read it. Your, 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 your barren ministry is a reflection. Tonight, as you are living here, I'm telling you that you have nobody you are influencing. Shows how wicked you are. 
unlike this girl who brings three people, you don't bring anybody. She brings two. You bring four. She brings 20. You bring nobody. It's like, it's like only you and your children. You are wicked. When you find somebody who is enjoying something that someone has suffered to produce and you don't want to suffer for someone to enjoy, you are only a wicked person. The Christian life, that is why we are saying that the most basic doctrine in Christianity is suffering. Only that today the church has spoiled. What you call, a lot of what you, call, you see as church is not church. It's either a fellowship or a program or some meeting or church of Christians. They suffer. The pastor suffers. When you see Bishop, our prophet, you are seeing, you are looking at suffering. A man who can sleep in any hotel in the world, you should see him sleeping in a car. In the middle of, of, of West Africa, in the bush somewhere. Battle with water, even you, you, you wouldn't want to use it to bath. Because you are dainty. When you see centers which don't grow, but centers which don't grow, regions which are not expanding, you are looking at people who don't want to pay a price. Oh, and I'll be the first person to congratulate everybody. What we have today, what we have today, people have paid for it. Oh yes, I'll be, I'll be, a, I'll be an evil person not to acknowledge the suffering, the sacrifice, the money. Some of you, even your hairstyle is because you were a basenta leader. If you were not, you'd have had a better hairstyle. You are broke. I know. But even in that. You have got center leaders and other leaders who don't want to go through the suffering of collecting money from members. And you see that, see, when the Bible says that it abided alone, that word alone, if you check the Greek, the word alone, except the corn of wheat dice, that word alone, it's not just one. You can check. Anybody with strong can check. It's not just one. That word alone means few. That word, it abided alone. It's not just one. It means few. Not many. Your reason for few members, your reason for few whatever, small numbers is because you don't want to die. From where you are to your next level, you must die. You must die. You must die. You must die. die. And Romans 12, I'll end it here. I'll continue next week. Romans 12, yes, present your bodies as a what? Living, not, not a dead sacrifice. A dead sacrifice is something which has died, of course, it has died. It means it existed two years ago, it doesn't exist now. But living sacrifice means it's a sl- you are still shedding blood. You are still losing blood. 
you are still in pain. Whatever sacrifice is, you are still. Living means still today. People do things and they stop. So some of you, your centers cannot grow because you cannot start new centers because you don't want to go through the pain and the suffering of raising money. Yes. Many, many centers which are, many stand-alone centers have got leaders who just don't want to start a new one. Because when you start a new center, what does it mean? It's money, more money. And more money means more suffering. Yes, more suffering. But what you don't know is that the absence of suffering, next week we'll see. The absence of that suffering, I'm talking about a journey. A journey. Anybody who does not embark on that journey towards a place of suffering is, 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 is going to remain at the same place and perish there. You can, you can imagine that when A grain of wheat is alone. There is no everlasting grain of wheat. There is nothing like a grain of wheat or a grain of corn or a grain of mustard seed which is everlasting. Nothing is everlasting. That grain, if it does not multiply itself, if it dies, that's all. It's over. But it is able to exist through the generations it gives itself, it gives birth to. May God make you into a multitude. That when you, like today, by the grace of God, today, today, Taflache, I can die. Yes. Because I'm not alone. If you kill me, you have killed nothing. But my, 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 my clones are there, wilder ones. In fact, the, 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 the wildest ones are not even here in the search. My real followers are not in the search. Yeah, just, I'm just doing the people who are really very wild doing things in my name. They are not in the search. I wish I would find them here. If your life is inspected next year, will we find you alone? Or will we find you just a few? Like last year you were few. You are still few. You are still 12. You are still 12. You are still 11. Some people have got a special gift of maintaining numbers. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a Nobel Prize. An ability to, to maintain small things for a long time. But I'm saying that that thing, it will not exist anymore here. Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. You can remove the word die. You can and put and suffer. You can remove the word suffer and say loose. You can remove the word loose and say sacrifice. But whatever it is. I pray 
that your suffering and your losing will not only be in your education, in your work. I'm going to post that video on the pages. Anybody here who cannot sacrifice for the work of God, soon you will remember that I prophesied to you through a video. You will make sacrifices for things that will not last. The privilege God has given us to build for him must be seen as our greatest privilege. It is, it, it, it is worth sacrificing money, time, dignity. It is worth bearing the shame of being called a fool. People losing their respect for you. It is worth it. May God grant you multiples of whatever you have now. Yes, because in this season, we are into great things. Yeah, we, are, we are moving away from little things. And it is, it is purely going to come or arise from our ability to suffer. Our ability to lose something. Our ability to die. Something must die in you. If you want to remain the way you are, you will remain the way you are. And you will never have any legacy. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. First of all, you want to pray and ask the Lord to forgive you. Forgive me. Forgive me Lord. for a life of comfort. Forgive me, Lord. There are people who want to just have a title, have a name that they are doing something, but they don't want to pay the price. That's a price to pay. And some of you, so far, that's how you've lived your life. Bible says your own wickedness will correct you. Anybody standing here who is alone anybody standing here who is alone anybody standing here who is alone ask the Lord to have mercy anybody standing here with few you know you could have paid a price because there's a difference between 325 and 10 and 1. It's a difference. Lift your two hands. Father, give me the grace. Give me the grace to suffer, to pay the price. There is a price to pay. 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 The road of suffering. 
the road of suffering is called the road to Calvary or Calvary Road. Calvary Road. It's a journey. It's a road. Lift your hands and pray. It's the road that takes you to Calvary. You cannot be great without walking on that road. The suffering you didn't want to suffer in the church, God will give you that suffering outside. Because everybody must suffer. Lift your hands, everyone. Everybody, and pray. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord for the grace. Go through what you must go through. Zayande, Zayande, Kulari, Krancha, Yazagratanda, Kumutum, Preve, Raprabagende, Preve, Gendigo, Rogobobo, Holy Minima, Masigada, we need the grace, Lord, Randa Bagadi, Imondo Kopo, Randa Sago, Randa Sago, Randa Sago, Ilaymeni, Shamahandala, to lay down what must be laid down, Lord. Rika Stalida, Ayunchunumukum. We are praying. Impelenega, Dabiende Pariga, Lutagababa, Shangaba, O Menereme, 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 to die a thousand deaths, Lord. The grace Shibalaba, Lutukupurumu, Miantabala, Akatanda Skatanda, Rakachaniba, Rababadie, Roke de Belerebebe, O Gadala, Nima. Lord, take me on my Calvary road. Take me, Lord. Ruta Gabarababa. Everybody has his Calvary road. Jesus suffered. You too must suffer. Oh, the grace, Lord. The grace, Lord. The grace, Lord. The grace, Lord. Remain the fire. On the banana makashka da barababa. You can be great. You can be great. You can be great. The suffering that breaks barrenness, Lord. Ruta You remember the, 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 the verse we read in Luke 13 18. Luke 13 18. Is it to what will I like in the kingdom of God? 
and uh, verse 19. It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into. Say his garden. His garden. Say my garden. My garden. My garden. My garden. Now, that, that garden is fertilized by suffering. If there is no suffering in your garden, it's like a fertilizer. No seed will grow. So you realize that as we are here, we have different gardens. Oh yes, I know that a lot of things make up a garden. Maybe I'll say the 10 journeys I'm going to share with you, all the 10 make up your garden. But surely, without the element of sacrifice, that, that thing, that, that element of sacrifice makes everything powerless. It makes everything powerless. Next week we'll see it. Some of you have no power. You have no power. People can even bus members to church. When the members come to church, then they leave the hall. So, so when we are counting, we even undercount because leaders have no power over the people they gather because you are really not a sacrificial person. So that you don't love God. So that, 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 that you are fornicating. No, no, no. You don't do that. You don't do that. Fornication, what are you talking about? At this age, stealing, smoking. How? It's not in us. We are pure Christians. But the element of suffering is what introduces power to do what we are doing. And people just don't want to go through the things that make you suffer. I mean, I should be able to have this meeting and close at 12 midnight. Cool. But if I do that next week, you, know, you find it funny. But see, what you don't know is that we have had meetings which ended at 2 a.m. We didn't have a car. See, that's why I have something. To have the meeting and close so late that the church trusts are not in time, they're not working. And you must walk from here to Dodoa. We've done that. Without suffering. So, 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 even anybody who makes you go through convenience isn't helping you. But sometimes it is, it is your, your wickedness and your attitude that feeds a leader to also relate with you that way. There's a small group amongst us. If I met that small group, we'll close at 2 a.m. And none of those people in that small group have cars. None. It's a car. But for me to get you to come back here again 
I have to close. I've got, you can imagine, if I say I've got 10 journeys, can imagine the things I have to share. I have to end now because you have to go home. But when you were not born again, you could walk from Medina to Accra Sports Stadium and come back. But you can't do that now. So you, all your sacrifices, is, is it 1 Corinthians 10, 20? Let me see what it is. 1 Corinthians 10, 20. One second. Is it the person who is projecting, for instance, he just comes here. He just comes here to use that. You see, he's even laughing. It's, it's very funny to him. So it's, it's like he, he's using my service, the service we are having. It's what he's using to either learn or whatever. But after here, he wouldn't sit up all night, listen to a message, and using the message to, to teach him how to um, find scriptures, how to navigate. No, 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 no. When he leaves, he has left. So, so when you find somebody who does it better, you just remove him. You don't, there's no feeling in a pastor to remove such people. Just, just make him out. But I say the things with the gentile sacrifice, the unbelievers, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. But I don't want you to have fellowship with devils. That is why here you must sacrifice to God. That's what the Bible is saying. Let me read it again. Can I have another translation? If you can find it, New Living Translation or something. No, not, not at all. I'm saying that these sacrifices are offered to demons, not to God. And I don't want you to participate with demons. If I explain this verse to you, you may think I'm trying to frighten you. But all I'll say to you is that begin to make sacrifices towards God. There should be some pain in your life you have voluntarily brought on. Because of God. One of the ways to drive out demons from your life is to sacrifice for God. So you see somebody, when he was an unbeliever, he could walk to Accra and back. He's a Christian now. He will never walk from here to Amaya. Never. Because he is not used to make, making sacrifices towards God's things. Bearing pain towards God's things. But when it was demonic, when he was an unbeliever, you remember the, 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 the real world is there, the Gentiles. When he was an unbeliever, he could sacrifice. There are people in church the money they, 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 they dole out to, to political parties demonize people. People who don't even have love for themselves. When it comes to church, he doesn't even have any money or a thousand cities. He said, I would that you should, I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. I don't want anybody here to have a life that draws demons into your life. Lift your two hands as we close.
pray that God will harden you. Pray that God will harden you. Harden me, Lord. Call the As the Lord will harden you. The pain will be pleasurable. Losing will be joyful. So that you can have a story to tell. To wake up and pray. To lose something. To bear shame. To exert yourself. Everybody, lift your two hands. Everybody. Everybody, lift your two hands. Except instrumentally. And pray. Everybody. Everybody, pray. With your hands lifted. Rachayo, Rachayo, Ilaya Makura Maya Mintope, Alokore Menebeanda, Ikatarabiondo Koparada, Alaya Taborobo de Perebe, Ila de Kaparania Mokora, Ayakanda Barama Makuchi Barama. Father, empower us. Father, empower us. Amen. We thank you for our past sacrifices. The things we've done for you things we've given up for you. We thank you. Yes. We ask that going forward may our expectations not be cut off. Amen. Amen. Because we are prepared to give up. To bear some pain. Not for our family. Not for our mother or our father or our daughters or children. But for the kingdom. Church will be in pain because of church. Give us that privilege. The privilege. To report one day that we bore pain because we lost our, our car crash because of church. Jesus. We, we, we were on our, our way to church and had an accident. Mm. Give us that privilege. A privilege. So we'll also be like those who were burnt in oil. We'll be like those who were fried. Jerry's. Those who were nailed upside down. And are now gloriously. Oh Jesus. The privilege. Jesus. Help us. Yes. Help us. Yes. That we'll have more hope and faith in sacrifice. Than those in other religions who believe they can die. Because they will meet virgins in heaven. In paradise. People explode themselves. Because of an expectation of virgins. Give us a mind. Hey. Of better things ahead. Because we have the real hope. Help us, Father. Help us. We pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated.